Hello and welcome to another edition of the SBK Betting Podcast. My name is Tom Collins and today I'm joined by Adam Bayliss. The Newmarket July Festival is just around the corner and in this podcast we'll be covering the action from Thursday and Friday. If you're looking for the action on Saturday, tune back in on Thursday night to see the standard SBK Betting Pod with myself, Jess Stafford and Ross Miller. Adam, are you excited for the next three days? But we'll talk about two days. Yeah, I think so. Um, Tom, they've sort of crept up on me a bit, the, the July Festival. Um, have my head in many other things, including golf. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, really, really looking forward to it. Just a shout out on the golf. Who wins the Open? Uh, I've been uh, chipping away at Victor Hovland, for, Victor Hovland. For, for a while now. Yeah, yeah. Tune back in also on Monday for the Open uh, Championship podcast, new golf podcast, the last of the four majors this year. You don't want to miss that. The entries look pretty tasty for the July Festival. Yeah. You're always going to get the best connections represented here. There's going to be a mix of winning favourites and outsiders. Do you think there'll be more favourites or outsiders? Do you reckon it's going to be a good week for SBK or do you reckon it would be a good week for the punter? That's a good question. I mean, obviously, it was a bit sort of up and down, I suppose, during during Ascot. Lots of um, lots of outsiders. I can kind of see this being a better week for the mm. punters. Quite a few at the top of the market that I personally uh, like. So, so yeah. Yeah, the ground is currently good to firm. Uh, Clark of the course, Michael Pross, has decided to water and water heavily. There's been lots of watering going on Tuesday and Wednesday, despite the fact there is rain forecast on Thursday and Friday. According to Met Office, make sure you check uh, the latest going descriptions every day so that you know you're back in the horses for the course. Um, we haven't seen much of the new market July course so far this year, but what we have seen has been an utter domination for Charlie Appleby and William Buick. Does that partnership feature in any punting pointers for you ahead of this week? That is the punting pointer for me, I think, yeah. CC. I mean, let's not get away from the fact that Charlie Appleby hasn't enjoyed the, the best of seasons so far, even you know by his lofty standards. It, it kind of feels like, I mean, listen, the, the flat season drags on a bit, right? And it's important about peaking at the, at the right time. And I kind yeah. of feel like Charlie Appleby and William Buick could be peaking at the right time this week. Yeah, well, this year... To be fair, between January and April, they were shooting well above uh, the, the percentage for runners running to form. They dipped over, uh, dipped off in the last couple of weeks, a couple of months, but they're starting to peak again. Maybe a month later than usual for the Appleby team, but uh, this festival tends to go their way. Before we kickstart with the previews, mm. let's just talk about the first of two uh, SBK offers, and that is bet £10 on a same race acre this week at the Newmarket July Festival, and you'll get a £10 free horse racing bet. Do not miss that. It's a fantastic offer. And the same race acre uh, new feature that we're running is extremely interesting. It's very like a bet builder, if you like your bet builders in football. Right, let's kickstart the previews then. We'll go with the Bahrain Trophy, the first race on Thursday. Just six runners in this group three. Uh, the market is headed by Aidan O'Brien's Ulster Derby winner, Tower of London. Queen's Vars runner-up, St. George's second favourite. Then you have Castleway, Klondike. Who do you like here? Uh, it would be Castleway for me, TC. Um, I'm not going to spoil what you're going to put up, but I, I couldn't have Tower of London based on what he's, <laughs> he's shown so far. Um, winning the Ulster Derby with a £7 claimer on board doesn't yeah. really do it for me. Um, I take that he's won the listed race last time out, but yeah, wouldn't wouldn't be for me. Um, St. George has definitely got every right to to win it. Um, I just wonder how much of a hard race he had behind Gregory last time. I mean, Gregory's obviously super impressive, but you know, everything was 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 thrown at him, so to speak, with with St. George. Um, on the line through Circle of Fire, he's probably pretty evenly matched with Castleway, but you know, I just like that Charlie Appleby's runner come here comes here fresh. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be siding with him about seven to two. Yeah, you've already said that Charlie Appleby and William Buick will be in your punting pointers, and there's number one selection ticked off Straight already away, yeah. with Castleway. The only negative I have against him is the fact he's not run over this trip before. Uh, last time out, ran over a mile two furlong, so it's a big step up. Do you think that'll be fine? I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, well, easily enough, last time out looked like there's more to come over the trip. So yeah. 
yeah, he dictated the pace last time. There's a couple of others in here that want to go forward, including Tower of London, who will be my selection. Uh, it's boring, but connections hinted that he could be a St. Ledger horse for the future. Well, obviously, by the end of this season. And if he's going to make up into that kind of prospect, then he'll need to win this race. I was impressed with his effort last time out, albeit he beat a horse in Ibrahimovic, who probably isn't the best, uh, trained over on these shores, but was sent over um, to Ireland for that race. But Tower of London with Ryan Moore, the superb Ryan Moore on board has to be my play. The other race we'll discuss on Tuesday is the July Stakes, which was won last year by Persian Force, a horse I absolutely loved last season. Richard Hannon's won four of the last nine editions, but he isn't represented this time around. It looks like a completely different July Stakes to what we're used to. The market is headed by Haydock debut winner and Bear with me here while I pronounce this. Pura Songwe doesn't look like that whatsoever sounds to my eye. Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> uh, ahead of Norfolk runner-up Malk, much easier to pronounce. And Aidan O'Brien's Mountain Lions third in the market. Who do you like? It's Malk for me, TC. Um, I know it's sort of it's a slightly different shape to the races that, that, that we're used to, but you know it is one that that's that's really well uh, that's that's gone well for for Ascot runners in the past. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to crab the form of the of the Norfolk given the price of the winner. Um, but I thought Richard Farhi's car ran a really nice race that day. I, I just don't see any reason why he shouldn't back that up here. And, you know, based on what we've seen and, and, and what we know from, from form, you know, he's, he's head and shoulders really um, above what else is in the field here. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be Mount for me about four to one. Yeah, I completely agree, to be fair. Um, I think he sets a really high standard. He'll do for me as well at the prices. And you mentioned the winner of uh, that race, uh, Valiant Force, who won at Royal Ascot a big price. Ross Miller in the daily podcast we ran at the time, hopefully you caught those as well, said that actually, albeit in hindsight, he wasn't too hard to find, albeit he won at 66 to one. So maybe the form is stronger than it looks on paper. And if Mal can repeat that effort, he's going to be the horse to beat in here. The last eight renewals of the July stakes, by the way, have been won by horses who have had two or more starts. That's a big tick in the box for Malk, not for Parasongwe, who's the market leader, or Chief Mankato. Did you have anything else from the undercard on Thursday you'd like to mention? It's a tricky card, I thought. There's smallish fields. You can make some cash, but I don't think anything really stood out. Yeah, well, I don't know, TC. There's one I, I really like, actually, oh, in, in, the, in the three o'clock. Uh, James Tate's Tough Enough. Um, ran some really nice races as a two-year-old in, in decent company um, and, and won on reappearance this season at Windsor last time out. That is well worth re-watching that race. Um, it's decent form. Battle Dubai um, was back in seventh mm -hmm. that day. Won a decent class two on, on Northumberland Plate Day up at Newcastle. Um, Spartan Arrow for the Chrisfords was back in fifth. That's won at Goodwood since. Um He's pretty closely matched now at the weights with with eminency of Clive Cox's, but you know, given that was his his seasonal re reappearance, you'd expect James Tate, sorry James Tate's runner to to come on again for that run at Windsor, and you know, at a double figure price, he'll he'll definitely do for me. Fourteen to one, tough enough in the three o'clock on Thursday. I really like that performance from Battle Dubai, by yeah. the way. Um, so that's definitely a form boost for him. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Badorgan in the five twenty on Thursday as well. He won on the Rolling Mile last year in, in really impressive fashion in a maiden. He's had excuses for both starts this campaign. A mark of eighty six might be pretty fair for him. And Ryan Moore's been booked in. We've already mentioned how good Ryan Moore is. Okay, on to Friday then. And the Duchess of Cambridge stakes where Hattrick seeking star of mystery heads the market at a short price. Second favourite is Albany third, Soprano, uh, who's trained by George Bowie. If you'd like to know more about Soprano and all of George Bowie's runners at the Newmarket July Festival, then please check out his stable tour, which is right uh, available right now on our platforms, YouTube, Spotify, etc. Definitely shouldn't be missed. George isn't a guy to mince his words and he'll tell you exactly what he feels about Soprano's chance. Do you think the race will be dominated by the two at the head of the market? Yeah, I think I think so, TC. I found it pretty hard to split Star of Mystery and Soprano. Um, I rewatched the Albany um, last night, and you know, outside of the winner, 
George will hate me for saying this, but you know, I'm just not sure it was a, like a vintage renewal of the race. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really like um, Porta Fortuna. I think I think I think she's she's pretty pretty smart. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it'd be Charlie Appleby's filly for me here. I think she could probably kick on, and I like that angle that she's she's fresh as well. Yeah, I completely agree. A star of mystery for me as well. I think she could be pretty special. Uh, she's definitely the most logical winner, albeit she's going to be a short price. And we've already touched on how well we expect Charlie Appleby and William Buett to do at this meeting. Um, I just also want to give a shout out to the rank outsider, which is Woodhay Wonder. Now, unfortunately, lots of horses have come out since the uh, declaration stage. So, you know, there's not three places because Woodhay Wonder would have been 20 to 1 and a great each way play, in my opinion. She quickened up really nicely at Newbury last time uh, and could be underestimated given her connections. But at the same time, now with only two places and Soprano and Star of Mystery at the head of the market, it's hard to bet her. But keep her in your tracker. I think she's pretty talented. The final race we'll preview is the Group 1 Falmouth Stakes, where we'll see the return of Via Sistina after her pretty poly success over in Ireland. Again, if you'd like to hear what George Bowie thinks about Via Sistina's chance, go check out that stable tour right now. Vistastina is 2-1 to one at the time of uh, recording. Nashua, who disappointed twice at short odds this season, is second in the market. Coronation Stakes runner-up Remarquee is 4-1, to one, and it's bigger prices the rest. Who should they be backing here? Um, George Bowie's going to be hanging out to dry here, PC, <laughs> but I really don't like Vistastina at all. Um, I don't like the quick turnaround from the Pretty Polly. And again, you know, I'm, I'm just not sure the form of that race is, is up to much at all. It's obviously been a lot of chat about how she did go about winning. So I won't mm. even fire that, that conversation up again. But Spencer cut up half the field, didn't he? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be remarky for, for, for me. Um, just ran a mighty race behind Tahir in the, in the coronation. And interesting that the, the post-race vet report showed that, that she actually lost a, lost a shoe that day. I'm not saying she's going to have beaten Tahir by any stretch of the imagination. She's obviously a tremendous filly. But um, yeah, I, based on that performance, she, she should really be accounting for this lot. Yeah, she's a really interesting runner, isn't she, Remarkey, uh, running over the mile. I thought she was actually unlucky at Ascot, despite the fact I was hoping Tahira would win because she could be that filly that stands out in the division. Um, but she got tightened up at a crucial stage and then stayed on well uh, close to home. She brings that recent form um, for the three-year-olds into this race. Vistastina is probably the worthy favourite, but she needs the rain to fall. I'm going to side with Prosperous Voyage at a bigger price. She has a knack for running well at Newmarket. She bounced back from a really dismal display at Royal Ascot last year to win this race at big odds, beating in spiral. She earned an RPR of 116 that day. Similar effort based on the fact that Via Sistino is rated 116 would put a bang there and she's a nice price. Um, I'm steering well clear of the undercard on Friday at this stage. If you do want to check out my selections, then uh, make sure you visit betting.getsbk.com on Friday morning or my Twitter. You'll see the, the link there. But I'll stay clear at this moment in time. I'm sure you're not going to, though. No, do you have any others for us on Friday? There are, there are two, actually, TT, in the, in the, in the 150. Um, 150? Yeah, the 150. Um, and it might be a nice play for a second race hacker, actually. Um, Westerton and, um, and Bolster. Uh, I'll speak to the former... Alan King's runner stepped up massively at Sandown last time, which was just so impressive. Um, won by about four and a half lengths in what looked a, a pretty decent field. It's obviously the, the quicker ground that's, that's um, prompted that improvement. Be very keen to, to side with him again. Um, and, uh, and Bolster just endured like a completely luckless run in the Hampton Court. Um, was definitely another one I wanted to, to be with again. Yeah, so they're fourth and fifth in, in the betting right now. We don't have current prices because we're filming this just after uh, the final declarations have been made and the market hasn't been fully confirmed as of yet. But if you're looking for that same race hacker to hit the SBK offer, which again is bet £10 on a same race hacker, get a free £10 horse racing bet, 
then those two horses should attract your attention on Friday. Should also touch on the other SBK offer, which is bet £10, get £30 in free bets for new customers. T's and C's do apply. Excellent stuff, Adam. Hopefully we have a successful couple of days. Exactly that. And you guys at home as well. I hope you have a few winners because Royal Ascot was tough. If you're looking for the Saturday preview for Newmarket July Festival, again, please come back to the YouTube um, on Thursday night or Friday morning and you'll be able to watch that with Jess Stafford hosting myself and Ross Miller. Um, If you enjoyed this pod though, whack that like button down below. I think we deserve it. Smash it, actually. Don't just whack it. Smash it. And subscribe so you don't miss all of our future content, all of George Bowie's ambassadorial stuff, as well as podcasts. Adam, I really need winners this week. We need to recover from Ascot. Absolutely. Let's hopefully we get off to a great start. We'll see you again on Thursday or Friday. Bye-bye.